0: A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police,
1: but a crusade of the
0: law. Hey everybody, welcome to Elseworlds Exchange, I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. Hey, Joel's back, welcome back to the show, man. Always a pleasure. Uh, today we're going to be t- rebooting the Batman movie franchise, we're going to be offering up our own solutions, suggestions, how we're going to square this circle for Batman on film. Now I know that Matt Reeves has his own The Batman coming up. Yeah. And we're all excited for it, I'm sure oh, it's yeah. going to be great. But what if they didn't have... This is this is very in keeping with, like, DC, Warner Brothers. What if they didn't have a plan, and unlike asking the worst common denominator, they were just like, hey, these two chimps on the internet seem to have it, have it together. Let's pay them nothing, give them zero credit, but just steal all their ideas. Yeah, um, why not? What if they did that, and we had to form a brain trust and come up with some ideas about how to reboot Batman on film for the future mm-hmm. of the DC Cinematic Universe? Because... As we know, the DC Cinematic Universe is un, is uncharted waters now. It's it's going to be some of the familiar, some of the new. It's going to throw away a lot of stuff. I've heard a rumor about uh, Shazam, how there might be a superhero cameo, but without the face of the actor who plays the superhero, because even he is <clears> uncertain. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, so let's just... You can draw your own conclusions from that. You can probably guess. Uh, you can probably guess. But yeah, so let's jump into it. Joel and I both have uh, either a or a couple of pitches for how to make Batman work on film in this new modern age of Mm -hmm. comic movies. Because it's not just like, I know I'll get the guy who made Beetlejuice (laughs) and the guy who played Beetlejuice to be Batman and inexplicably it will work out. Um, Now you have to kind of like have an idea also with an eye towards the future and audience is a little more open to some of the fantastical stuff. You can't just you don't have to say Rachel Ghoul is a uh, is is obviously not immortal because that would be silly and no one would buy So, <laughs> No, it's all
1: obfuscation in Liam Neeson. Yeah,
0: similarly let we we can also not have to worry about like how can we make Scarecrow work while also not making him look silly? And it's like turns out you can't, but uh, either way we're gonna try so yeah you, you said you had one big pitch i have three little pitches do you want to like oh i like
1: this uh sure yeah and I, and, I, and I was looking for notes too and punch up on mine so feel free to like you know uh swoop on in at any moment let's make these the best they can be oh
0: sure yeah let's let's do it um i have a number of uh little pitches with like, little details, not like, it's not entirely fleshed out, because they're more, like, they're pitches, like I said. Uh, right. By the way, before we get started, I also wanted to mention that uh, Joel and I are using a new form of communication. We're using the, uh, the Discords rather than the Skypes. And so as a result, you're going to see a little bit of a delay, maybe, between me and Joel, and that is technical and not... Personality-driven. That's not Joel stepping on yeah. my on my on my lines. Nor am I stepping on his. It's all technical. So uh, there's, a, there's like
1: two seconds.
0: Just wanted to give you a fair warning about that because. It has come up, and I also want to be ahead of it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, this show is also sponsored uh, in part by Super Chats, which, of course, you can participate mm. in live by using that option. Um, it helps keep a roof over our heads and also uh, is a way to differentiate between the chat and the Super Chat. So um, we can be able to use that, but also keep in mind we're, we're in this show. So, you know, uh, we won't be able to, like, spend whole, like, hours on this, on the topic.
1: Yeah, we could never do it.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, let, uh, before we do that, I guess I will address some of the Super Chats. Uh, Adam Azamoa says, First told you I'd be here. I knew it. Thank you very much, Adam. <clears throat> You're awesome. Silver Cricket, no origin story. I think everybody's gotten the idea. I think we can yeah. both agree neither of them is the is an origin story.
1: That's a tenant of my pitch. No more origin stories.
0: Right on. And Chase Eichler, uh, Matt Reeves has said the next Batman movie will have a rogues gallery and a detective story, I'm thinking Under the Red Hood or Hush would be awesome. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Keep it up. Thank you very much, Chase. Uh, so- also,
1: some strong tenets I took into mine as well. Let's have more than one villain because Batman has tons of villains. Even if they don't have to have big roles, they can have minor roles. And yeah, let's remember the detective side, please.
0: Definitely. My, uh, my only stipulation when it came to this was it has to be an adaptation of something.
1: Hmm. And
0: I have to want to see it. Right. Like, that's really it. And when I say it has to be an adaptation, I mean, like, there's 80, there's a thousand issues of Detective Comics. Now, technically, Batman's only been in a thousand minus 27 of them. But uh, he, uh there's enough stories of Batman that don't just give it to anyone and go like, hey, you wrote The Last Fast and the Furious, do a Batman <laughs> I can't even trust Hollywood to make a good John McClane movie anymore so let's just leave it to the professionals and have a good Batman story written by the people who know who Batman the hell is inside
1: and out yeah Uh,
0: so one of the pitches I had uh, was very simple very straightforward very Hollywood I think people people would like it it's not my strongest it's one that I kind of like it's one foot in I expect them to do something like this and in the other it's they could probably pull this off and it wouldn't be a, a mistake um, right. it's the closest thing to an origin story i will get it's an adaptation of Batman Earth 1
1: mm, obviously nice. it's written by Jeff
0: Johns uh, art by Gary Frank so you can already, already imagine it in the real world but Jeff Johns' writing means it was written clearly as a spec script
1: it's a movie treatment
0: so I, I feel like you don't even need an adaptation you could just go grab his first version which is I'm sure written in Final Draft uh, <laughs> Go ahead. I was
1: gonna say I, I, I like that one too because it also adds a new take on Batman that we've never seen before and that is like you know what what if Batman was kind of bad if, at what he did at first what if he fell down a lot and this was a Batman who really had to struggle and scratch and claw
0: that's the thing it, it, it should feel kind of like Iron Man If Mm. if it makes sense to like feel like, oh, our hero might fail or might die, uh, but we know he won't. So we're all having a good time. So when he falls off (laughs) the scaffolding or whatever, like it's just funny. It's just played for laughs, which is also odd to expect in a Batman movie. But in this new world of superhero movies, it'd be kind of cool. I'm changing the name, obviously. Earth One to Esoteric won't be really uh, great for the, you know, for the usual crowd. Yeah, they're not going to get it. Um, I noticed that our stream input kind of like screwed up a little bit um, again, Whoa. I apologize we're a landline uh, I definitely hardwired it I, had, I gotta call the, the company because they are, they are screwing up big time <laughs> um, but uh, but um, I changed the name to Batman Legacy
1: mm, I know there is a nice. Batman
0: Legacy in the comics um, but who cares Age of Ultron doesn't look anything like the comic either
1: it's a good, solid subtitle, and again, it pays homage to the fact that there are many Batman. This is one in a legacy,
0: right? And it's also it, since it is technically kind of like an origin story, it's a little like it's a little more about like his legacy and 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 growing and stuff like that. Um. So we got the title, we've got the adaptation. Similarly, I want it to be. Uh, this is my most straightforward. So like, it's directed by Matthew Vaughn. Because, oh, I like because Matthew Vaughn either was was gonna do a Batman story or always has the desire to make a Batman movie um, but also we know the dude can make an action movie he, we know he can infuse character it's very straightforward like I said so I didn't go for somebody really flashy but also somebody who isn't like a hack you know yeah. Matt Vaughn could just do it just be like if you literally just took Jeff Johns's screenplay which I know exists give to Matt Vaughn and go make this and have it do be this. like uh, Charlie Cox can be Batman. We talked about Charlie Cox being Batman. Before. We did most straightforward for me is like is the like most obvious choice. So it's like Charlie Cox is Batman because he has some fun. He can fall down. He can take a punch. And Sam Elliott as Alfred because obviously Ooh. because Sam Elliott was obviously the basis for Alfred in the Earth One universe. And it's just like that's your movie. And 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 by the way, you could even if you don't want to do like the birthday boy subplot, or if you want to drop the Penguin subplot and have it be more about. Batman getting his bearings and dealing with his first villain you make it the Riddler yeah you know you take volume one volume two smash them together if if your audience isn't quite ready for the birthday boy which <laughs> I don't think anyone is um, by the way if you don't know who the birthday boy is buy Batman Earth One it's so good um, you will
1: learn too much about the birthday boy yes
0: it's true so that's so that's like that's one pitch it's just kind of like a most the most Hollywoody pitch I could possibly come mm. so boom. very okay. solid um, do you want to keep going or do you want to do, you want to do your, your big one yet?
1: Let's do your three smaller ones and then we'll get to my big one how about that?
0: Alright um, before we do I want to jump into the super chats again uh, I wanted to mention that uh, Luke S 681 says my idea would be to do a new universe and just do Court of Owls but replace Harper with Tim's origin and then tease that the Justice League exists at the end um, mm. solid pitch uh, definitely you know you don't I, I, you could probably omit Harper entirely just alter it to make it Alfred instead, and you'd be good to go. Um, Joshua Wright says, Batman as essentially a horror movie, i.e. Alien. Um, mm. I'm down for that. Again, it writes itself, Killer Croc. You just put him in the sewers. That's your movie. Uh, Will I am Golden, Bruce Wayne dies, and Dick, take, take, Dick takes <laughs> up the mantle of Batman to find his mentor's killer. Uh, I've definitely seen that as um, a fan film, and as a fan film trailer pitch before. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I would want to watch that. And I don't think you can build a universe on it, but I get why it's a harder sell and comic book fans love bat Dick. So they really want to see him take up the mantle. Um, I know I do. (laughs) And Rusky nine one one Oh says a Batman movie needs to be done in the same way. A Spider-Man movie needs to be done small enough that it's reasonable. No one else gets involved, but severe enough to hold tension
1: Um, Hmm.
0: with Batman. You could get away with making it bigger because it's Batman in Spider-Man post MCU, it makes no sense. It makes no sense that like Iron Man didn't show up in Thor the Dark World. It makes no sense the Cap or that Iron Man didn't show up in Captain America the Winter Soldier. Like there's a lot of willingness to accept in the MCU as it is. With Batman, I get that Moen gets involved because Batman either like is unknown by his by his by his potential teammates, or that like nobody wants to go near him.
1: Yeah, he's he he's, he's cancerous in his way. If you if you stay in Gotham too long, it'll drag you down. Exactly.
0: Or at the very least like maybe the bat will get you. Like forget it. I'm not getting get, we'll go near that crazy asshole. Um but I hear your idea and I like uh, I like the idea there cuz definitely my my approach was very um I definitely tried to to homecoming batman and I couldn't quite pin it down.
1: Um, i I, de- I definitely took a bit of a homecoming marvel-esque uh, avenue with mine but we'll talk about that when we get to it. you said you had two more
0: yes i do um let's see the other one uh is much more off the wall <laughs> this one's very ridiculous in terms of like very stylized very specific um it's the adaptation is batman arkham asylum a serious house in serious earth Ooh. it's how you can get the hush idea like get all the rogues but you make it a cracked mirror version of it make it very creepy uh very stylized you don't also you don't have to dwell on them too long or explain where they go uh, yeah. the title of this one just straight up call it batman arkham asylum they did it with video games i understand that but at the same time movies are like i don't care we're not that
1: it's also name cachet
0: and name cachet. Everybody knows Arkham Asylum already. More people probably bought that game than it would see that movie. Mm. So trust me when I say that, if you call it Batman Arkham Asylum from a marketing standpoint, it sells. Um, this one is obviously directed by David Lynch because a dude can make <sighs> it uncomfortable and twisted yeah. and crazy looking. I always throw out David Lynch because I think he would get Batman the most, but also, I think so too with Batman Arkham Asylum, that world that Grant Morrison story lends itself to Lynch's look uh, yeah Batman, Batman is almost secondary. he needs to be an actor uh, but it, it not really too crazy he doesn't need to and I especially don't like the idea of him being like a chiseled jaw big huge mm. dude which is why I, f- I picked Nicholas Holt who played oh, I like him. I like him. I think he's okay. I think he would do a fine job. It's more just like someone needs to be in the bat suit and react to shit that's happening around I him. was going
1: to say, I imagine in this movie we would get way more Batman than we would Bruce Wayne.
0: Definitely. Oh, it's no Bruce Wayne. It's literally just all Batman. It's a Batman oh. in one setting. It's a movie like 95 minutes long. It's just mm. uncomfortable and scary. Just when you think you've had enough of this movie it's over and you're like oh that was kind of amazing like you think oh shit i saw this crazy ass batman movie but then you're like you keep thinking about it mm. um, i also, imagine too oh i also tossed out david Tennant as the joker
1: oh i like that a lot too i imagine as well filming it all in one place as arkham you could probably find an abandoned mental hospital and film all in there super cheap so you could make this for like raid money
0: oh yeah oh no you could even get the dude who made the raid I love it, that but guy Again I like I like uh, Lynch for this Also I think Lynch would like The fact that it's like Hey we're making a Batman movie We're doing it for about Six million dollars You know we need it to like Look amazing We need some great CG For like the dream sequences And shit Just some Just some Some really competent filmmaking That's all I'm wanting yeah. Like So it's just It's just solid But very different From the last pitch But also very different From anything you've seen before Just what I'm thinking
1: I like it go experimental with it everyone's gonna see a Batman movie anyway opening day so why not screw with the genre
0: and not only that like we all thought that a Batman versus Superman movie was gonna be like fire that's all you need <laughs> right and it's like <laughs> but it turns out no so while you have a built-in amount of people who are going to see this movie, you also have like the you have so it's the built-in risk factor but you also have the ability to like you don't have to worry about making a billion dollars because like you've shown that Batman is not guaranteed to make a billion dollars
1: no not always
0: so that uh, that's the other pitch I got uh, so let's see going back to the super chats again um, two mice one take says Batman romance uh, you'd like to see in live action uh honestly I don't really care for Batman romances in <laughs> most forms. Um, the one I like the most in film is Mask of the Phantasm with Andrea Beaumont um, yeah. I don't like Batman falling in love I think it's like done and tired I think it's more Hollywood than it is comic book Right. Um, so I, I would just skip it
1: uh, I, I have a romance pitch in mind and it ends tragically <laughs> course,
0: it's got to Caleb uh, mm-hmm. Harris, uh, how about we adapt Batman and the Outsiders? First you gotta explain who the Outsiders are uh, yeah,
1: well, they're on TV now, I think, and they're on cartoons, so they're probably bigger now than they've been.
0: That still doesn't help, uh, but I'm I, not against the idea, but it's more like, how about just doing a Justice League movie? That yeah, that'd Batman. be nice. Um, Trenton Brown, an adaptation of All-Star Batman and Robin, but good. There is no such <laughs> thing. <laughs>
1: uh, uh,
0: but, uh, but the art is great, and I don't know how you can capture Jim Lee's art. In a movie that has a script that looks like garbage. Mr. Roboto Tard. says, Batman reboot idea, The Rock, Statham, call it Hobbs and Shaw, $50 billion. Also, Joel, no beard, you look very young.
1: Ah, I was going to say, I've lost oh, enough no. weight now in my face. I wanted to see what I was hiding under the beard, and yeah, I am looking younger. Still need a haircut, though. <laughs> well, sure.
0: But you were snowed in, so I understand. It um, happens. Stuart McNally says there was an Arkham Asylum Spanish fan trailer for roughly ten years ago before news of the first game dropped. Look wicked, nailed the look of the graphic novel. Yo it to yourself to track it down.
1: Yes, I have seen that actually. Yes, visually it is pretty damn interesting. I wonder what those people went on to do because they had some visual effects chops.
0: Yeah, uh, I have not seen it. I will watch it now. Uh, not now. It's but it's
1: it's very interesting.
0: And uh, Pub Sociology, best way to make a Batman movie feel new is to get a Robin movie in there.
1: Yeah, see, if I, if I make a sequel to the one I have, my sequel idea would be just do Robin's Reckoning.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's the best one, you can, here's the thing, you can have Tony Zuko be the villain, but say now that Killer Croc was actually part of the same circus as the Flying Graysons, and Zuko recruits Croc to kill the Graysons. That'd
0: be cool, I'm down for that. Uh, and so
1: now it's Batman and his young ward versus a violent mobster and a literal monster. Yeah,
0: that that is that is a pitch. Like that's a movie. Uh, it writes itself, and it also doesn't cost too much. Um, for me, Robin, man, I don't know. I love Robin. I don't want to see him on film. Really? I'm similar to the other to like the guys who made Batman Begins. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, but if you were to make an MCU equivalent Batman franchise. Mm. I could see it happening down the road. The problem I have is that, like, Robin's stories tend to get way too melodramatic.
1: Mm, he has a teen.
0: Yeah, but, like, I, I remember... I mean, like, I literally read a, a, a Tim Drake Robin story very recently for a thing we're doing, and, like, Ooh. it was not nearly as melodramatic as, like, the DC Universe Titans show is or Robin's Reckoning is or any Robin-centric story I've ever seen. Like... Anywhere except for in comics. Like right. every time they use Robin they goat, they do some goddamn thing with him where they're like, But it's a kid, we gotta make it we gotta make it annoying and frustrating. Mm. Like instead of fun and jubilant or maybe like interestingly dangerous. Like They haven't
1: cracked that code yet. That is unfortunate. To me, I think Robin is like the last frontier of Batman. We've seen just about everything else. I think it's time to see Bruce Wayne evolve into a father figure and friend.
0: See, I'm down For us doing a Robin movie. Like, not Robin, like, the movie. More like, make it, like, Dark Victory. Where it's like an adaptation Mm. of Dark Victory and you introduce Robin... But like then you keep Robin for a while. You don't like immediately drive a wedge between them. It's like everybody who wants to see like uh, when they bring the X Men into the MCU, we gotta see Avengers versus X Men, man. Like, <laughs> how about they become friends first for just a minute? Just, just, wouldn't just, that be nice? Can they agree just for a minute? I, I remember Whedon when he was like, oh, we're making Avengers. How about they hate each other? And I remember his whole his whole logline for making the Avengers franchise was like, it's a group of people who should not be together who are together. And I'm like. What the fuck does that mean? They shouldn't be together. They're... That's the team. What... Why is everyone interested in making something about a bunch of people who don't like each other, who don't get along? Like, can you do... How about the conflict comes from the villains? It's one of the only Uh, genres where you actually have black and white villainy.
1: It's true, yeah. But I mean, I guess that's just old screenwriting right there. You know, the essence of drama is conflict. Absolutely.
0: And I get conflict. But like, how about ease up a little bit? Just, just just, because these characters are wearing costumes. Um, Joshua Wright says, Batman as the monster stalking criminals. Uh, very uh, I Am Legend. Uh, not too dissimilar from like Spawn, the, the reboot that's coming up. Uh, Punisher Warzone,
1: which yeah, I know Punisher you don't Warzone like Zone, near as much.
0: Right. Uh, Mr. Roboto, rumor says uh, the next Sony Marvel movie is Bloodshot. Uh, <laughs> it's not Marvel, but it'll certainly they're going to try and build a cinematic universe out of it. And if nobody sees it, that's going to be the end of that
1: good good luck to you you know what i would say you don't have a chance but venom became a massive hit so maybe bloodshot maybe now is bloodshot's time well and
0: bloodshot is much more like venom it's like what is venom oh it sounds dangerous and scary and he looks awesome i guess i'll see it but like if it says bloodshot in the name then i know it's gonna have blood in it and that sounds totally dope so sounds as well. two billion for bloodshot
1: Two billion bloodshot franchise, uh,
0: and the Red Samurai. Rumor is there's four villains for Matt Reeves' film, and Penguins confirmed. So which three villains should be in it, other than Joker, Riddler, and Two Face, as those three are better than on their own. Um, I don't know, Mad Hatter, Man Bat, mm. uh, you know, Clayface. Clayface, I'm those. I'm good with that.
1: How has no, like, special effects wizard been like, yo, we gotta do Clayface in one of these?
0: Clayface has been my pitch since they stopped making Nolan movies. I was like, do Clayface. Because Clayface tells your audience, this is not, like, Nolan's version. Like, there is no version in reality where a dude can turn himself into a giant clay monster. Like, you have to accept the reality of the world that, that allows Clayface to exist. So Clayface he- is your, like, palate cleanser movie.
1: You would also think uh, the story of Basil Carlo, the most well-known one, would really resonate with screenwriters and directors because he's an actor obsessed with vanity who goes too far and turns himself into a monster. And, you know, he has all these great callbacks to, like, Boris Karloff movies and everything. I'm like, really? No, nobody can do anything with this. No, this is not appealing to
0: anybody. If Silent Hill the movie has taught me anything, it's that Hollywood is sexist and stupid. And I can imagine that, like, they get this pitch across their desk and they go, Oh, okay, so the actor is obsessed with themselves and is, like, obsessed with, like, maintaining their youth and their beauty. And so they get Wait, 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 but this is a man's name. <laughs> so why why is it a man, though? It's, it should be a woman. Women are like this. Women are act like this. The, the, the actresses I know are like this. The, the actors... They they can be old forever, and the, the their co-stars keep changing ages. Like Liam Neeson can hook up with Mila Kunis. Like that that's how it works. I, I don't understand why would a, why would a rugged you know uh, man actor in his prime you know it's not it's forty five to sixty five years old want to change his appearance. Now a woman I get. I don't understand the script. Get it the hell out of here. I got it. Joker. How about a Joker movie all by himself? Like.
1: Well, well gee sal when you put it that way
0: <laughs> i just my you know my, my cynicism and behind the curtain of awareness of hollywood it, it tells me that like that kind of reaction is like that's the uphill battle you're fighting if anybody's never heard the kevin smith superman giant spider story like that should tell you everything you need to know about like how things get accepted and work in hollywood and why you get movies that are like really stupid
1: Spider's the greatest killing machine on Earth, Sal.
0: So. I know. Uh, Ali Al Zayadi <laughs> says, I don't like the Avengers fighting. It's why I don't like Civil War movie, because they act like jerks to each other. I don't like the characterization. I don't blame you, man. Uh, I'll take it in one story. Civil War is the movie where you get all that shit in there. Yeah. But then you need, like, Thanos to show up and slap their asses and make them go, like, oh, we need to be friends again. Like, that's what you need. Yeah. And, that, and thankfully, they, they did it. They did.
1: Get it out of your system. Yeah. You get yeah. one versus movie. Exactly.
0: Uh, one more thing out of my system uh, there's my third pitch. Uh, obviously, the one you're going to adapt, Batman Black Mirror.
1: Mmm, uh, a
0: very good one. But, of course, we're going to Hollywood it up. Uh, Dick Grayson is not Batman. Uh, it's Bruce mm. Wayne. And, you know, we're going to throw away, like, most of that stuff. Like, we're going to throw away all the Dick Bat stuff. We are going to keep, like, the subplot about him, like, donating money and effort and programs to the GCPD, and the GCPD are not using it, it's a way to establish to your audience, like, why Batman needs to be Batman, and why the GCPD sucks, as opposed to, like, the Nolan movies, where Nolan's like, why doesn't Batman just give all of his shit to the GCPD? Because they're corrupt. That's the whole they they were gonna kill like children man like that what are you talking about like why would he give why would he give weapons like war weapons to the police because he can't trust them with him. that's the why alfred you told you total toolbox but uh i digress so he establish all that but like the real crux of it you know the jokers in there and that's fun but like yeah really it's about james gordon jr
1: Yes, who is a great villain and back just recently.
0: Yes, that's right. Uh, So you need, like, and that's the crux of it, like that. And you can imply the Barbara stuff, or you could just establish that Barbara is not yet Batgirl. You could either make it, she was Batgirl and got paralyzed through reasons we're not going to get into in this movie, or Barbara is young, Batgirl age, or Batgirl approaching age, but she hasn't quite made the leap yet. So that way, it's just that she's, you know, or third option she's just paralyzed yeah like she was never Batgirl but she's just she's just in the chair
1: Hmm. do you do you keep the stuff with the auction house because that was one of my favorite scenes from Black Mirror and that's how you you, that's how you build the universe and weave in some stuff by putting a bunch of easter eggs in there only for uh, fans absolutely
0: you put the yeah definitely that's why you keep the joker in the basement that's why you keep the auction house you keep a lot of that stuff but you just get rid of a lot of like a, a lot of the stuff that ties it directly to the continuity
1: like the roadrunner and like no. dick's uh, evil love interest and Any everything that's
0: gotta go um you just just I'll, pare I'll, it down basically
1: to, all the dick centric stuff you
0: just, you just pare it down to the essentials um this has to look and feel crazy and cool all the james gordon jr stuff um is dope. I would cast Brian Cranston as James Gordon Senior. Yeah. I'd, and I'm on kind of a kick on this kid, but I'd cast Daniel Radcliffe as James Gordon Junior.
1: Oh, he'd do that really well. He can play creepy. He's got some creep in him, Radcliffe. Exactly.
0: Uh, I'm also, of course, holding my crossing my fingers for at least seeing a screen test for radical thing Wolverine. But if we don't get him, uh, Radcliffe as James Gordon Junior. And uh, Scott Adkins as Batman.
1: Hmm, interesting. So he's a little older. You know, you had a younger Batman at first, now he's a little older, because it has to make sense with everything else.
0: Exactly. And he's not too much older. You know, he's not really old. It's just more like, he could could be a believable 30-something,
1: as opposed to a
0: hard 50, or a hard 45. (laughs) Um, yes,
1: let, let's make that a rule. I know I did that when making mine. No more old Batmans. Casting a dude who was pushing 50 in your universe was a bad idea because you have these weird age discrepancies in your Justice League that never were there before.
0: Agreed. Uh, similarly, I guess I would also say um, uh, if I had to pick somebody, I guess like Luke's, Luke Hemsworth, he might be fun. If you wanted to yeah, get let's get out. a Hemsworth in here. Yeah, throw in a Hemsworth. They make money. Um, they do. do if you want and, and
1: there's money. so many of them.
0: Um, but yeah, so you got that, uh, and that's, oh, and, uh, directed by Quentin Tarantino.
1: Oh, that'd be good. Didn't they say he was working on a Joker thing or he had a comic book pitch he wanted to do?
0: He wanted to do that Star Trek movie, which will never happen, but, like, mm. I don't know what the hell he's gonna do. But, uh... It'd have
1: a great soundtrack.
0: Yeah. Oh, we would have a, say. oh, we have a killer soundtrack. That's the thing, like, just that, 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 that splash with the bat keychain makes me think of, like... How cool that would look in a visual style like his. Uh, it'd be totally dope. So, and also about it. the money that would cost to get Quentin Tarantino's where like it would cost more to get Tarantino than it would to make the movie.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: But you would. That's where you make up your losses in terms of like people going like Batman, the Batman 12. I'm not watching Batman again. <laughs> Tarantino's making a Batman movie. I guess I'll have to go see that.
1: It would be. It would be. Uh, it would be must-viewing for everyone. I, I. wonder though, would Tarantino be willing to deal with all the studio stuff and all the notes he would no doubt get from Warner Brothers and DC Comics to be like, you can't do that.
0: See, Tarantino doesn't listen to those, <laughs> and he's just more like, well, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, man. You. You want me on this picture? I'm either gonna make it or not. And they're gonna go, okay, we are relying on his name cachet to get people to go to to get people to absolutely see this movie. We gotta pay we gotta let him do whatever he's gonna do.
1: Can uh, can Sam Jackson be uh Lucius Fox in this Quentin Tarantino universe? I
0: mean, I think it would have to be.
1: <laughs> and then and then Christoph Vault can be our Mr. Freeze in the sequel. Oh
0: my god. I mean he could be anybody. I don't care. I'm in um similarly I guess Tim Roth can also be somebody.
1: That's good. I imagine Tim Roth is a good riddler.
0: He'd be good. He'd be good in most things. I'm I I I would have an dedicated much brain power to who tim roth would play in a bad universe but like he'd be great (laughs) in most things like he'd be a pretty solid gordon if you really wanted him to do a voice Um, yeah but anyway so those three of my pitches they're very different movies they're very different like alternate versions and they all kind of like springboard into the next phase and yet, they're also demonstrably Batman. There's no connection to the DC universe at large, which mm. no pressure. Uh, but you could connect it if you needed to. Like there's there's references outside. Like they could make as much tangential connections to the DC universe as you can, as you as you want. But not anything that needs to be there. So you could really just pick and choose. Yeah. Um, before we move on, I uh, just wanted to jump into. What was it? Uh Will I am Golden says mixed death in the family and killing joke and have a robin paralyzed and see him dealing with the guilt and doubt and what he's doing to himself, similar to when Spider Man tried giving up. Okay.
1: The, the 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 family film of the summer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't uh I mean, you know what? They can make action figures of that, why not? <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, I mean, we we got to sell the Happy Meal toys here. We don't need a repeat of uh, the second Burton Batman
0: film. <laughs> I think those days are over. I mean, the fact is, like, if, if you're making, like, BVS and he's shooting people and blowing up cars. And, this like,
1: is true. Stabbing We're past Superman,
0: that. I, I think you can pretty much, you're good to go. Uh, I hate Roboto, you, Superman.
1: Stab with spear. What the
0: fuck? Mr. Abato, Batman, year 100, is that possible Bat-Future reboot? Um, year 100 is a dope book. I think they'd quicker do Batman Beyond. Which they might be. Batman Beyond is their Spider Verse.
1: I hope they get Kilmer and Clooney and everyone else in, and I hope they all play different versions of Batman <laughs> throughout history. I
0: want, uh, I want them to just make Batman Beyond with like the Spider Verse type animation with
1: the mm. original voices. Yeah, did you hear? Uh, Will Friedle. He uh piped up on Twitter. There, it's like, but we already made a Batman Beyond movie. Do I get to be in this one too? <laughs> Listen, and I'm like, man, if I had Pull in Hollywood, you would be. Yes,
0: you would. Kevin Conroy only gets older. He's only getting more age appropriate for that Batman role. Yep. Uh, Ricky Reyes says, not Batman related, but it's still DC. Has there ever been a Green Lantern story in the vein of the al- of an Alien movie? Uh, that would be my pitch for a movie. Dude, Green Lantern Earth 1, make that movie. You're done. Um, it's not quite Alien, but it is Dope. Uh, Gabriel Reyes Jr. says, Hey, guys, I just want to chime in and suggest a book that could work. Uh, Batman Long Halloween. Let me tell you something, man. Uh, if you take out all the supervillains, that's basically <laughs> what Jeff Loeb stole uh, to make those uh, to make the Nolan movies.
1: Yeah. now just- yeah, there's a lot. There's
0: a lot of uh, plot points, characters, lines that are just ripped completely out of those comics.
1: Names, even.
0: Yeah. So, you know. But Long Halloween would be cool. I'm down I like that movie or I like that book so I would watch that movie I feel like people would be like this feels really too familiar it feels like it feels like that last movie I liked yeah yeah which is why I'm always worried about it but or, and why I always stray away from it for my list I try to like come up with something else because I'm like I feel like it's too soon but
1: yeah give, give the people something they haven't seen in the last 12 Batman movies right
0: right right so uh, those are my pitches Joel uh, let's hear yours and then we'll, we'll workshop it for the last uh, latter half of the show
1: Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. So this this is basically a skeleton script I put together here with like little uh, li- little points here of stuff I would like to see happen. I guess we should start with the title because that's a good place to start.
0: Absolutely. You always start with the name of your product when you're creating something.
1: Of course. Uh, again, doing much like what you said, you know, I want to take reference from a Batman story that already exists. And for that, I took the name Batman Gates of Gotham.
0: OK. All right. Also, terrific Snyder story. Um, mm-hmm. but, Higgins, uh, too. What's that?
1: Higgins too. Oh yeah. People forget that.
0: No, I did forget that. But uh, okay, Gates of Gotham.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which which, gates. Just Gates of Gotham, which will come up actually in the dialogue. So I'm not just doing it because it sounds good. It actually plays into a speech. Uh, This would be a Batman, I would say, about, about two years into his career. So it's not an origin story, but he's still very fresh and green. He's got the costume. He's got the grappling hook. He's got the car. He doesn't have a lot else.
0: Okay. What about Batcave?
1: he has the bat cave but it's not like the super high tech place yet like he's he's hooking it all up lucius is actually helping him put it together and in fact i thought it would be fun let's have lucius in the cave we never have lucius in the cave no
0: it's true and like and it's not a far leap to make um no so yeah i'm down
1: i imagine in this universe it's that like bruce tried doing it on his own lucius figured out maybe in this universe like you know lucius is a single dad maybe he lost his wife to like a carjacking or something so he was more sympathetic to what bruce was trying to do so he joins this crusade i quite liked the relationship they had in that telltale batman game actually
0: yeah yeah yeah. that's a and a solid interpretation that you could definitely translate into film so yeah totally
1: I would totally steal that. As far as my Batman actor goes, uh, I just saw Overlord over the weekend. And man, Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell's kid.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's so freaking cool. Let's slap a bat cape on him and see what happens.
0: Nice. I haven't seen him in action, but I have I, I've heard good things about his acting. So he is I
1: good. And he's got the movie star good looks again. Like he looks like a comic. He looks like someone drew him.
0: Yes, he does.
1: (laughs) So that helps. I'm like, well, already you look like a comic character. So, boom, I want you in this role. Uh, Who would I cast as Lucius? Because I had some uh, castings here. Uh, I imagine I'd want like Keith David or like a Michael Potts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like Keith David is so good and he lends credence to any project you're in. So it's like, just put him in there. Put a respected actor in there. Exactly.
0: That's kind of like how they started with the Bat franchise when Nolan took over. It's like, all right, we need a we need a British guy. Get like the best one I know, Michael Caine, uh Lucius Fox, uh best black actor I know, uh Morgan Freeman. Uh you know, like it was just oh, uh, best best white actor I know, uh, Gary Oldman. He can play Gordon like, you know, just moving on. Boom. Like, yeah, I, I Keith David would be a great Lucius cuz he'd be funny or scary. Yeah. Either way, I'm down. He can be anything,
1: and he's still in movies. He's still acting, even at this uh, juncture in his career. For my Alfred, I imagine something. Either you go younger, and maybe you do like the whole he was in the military thing, like year one, and like everything else. I imagine a Colin Firth in that role.
0: Okay, all right, I take that, Alfred. You would do a good job, especially because he doesn't have to like go swing for the fences. He could be like mm. just very stoic. Uh, maybe he might like cry if he's really like. If, if Bruce is all like banged up and shit, but otherwise just just very like just very English, and I'm down for that.
1: He he's super dry. I like that. And if we couldn't get Firth, I would say Ralph Fiennes, who was actually the voice of Alfred in that Lego movie, and he was really goddamn good. Oh, I
0: completely agree. When I when they when he when he was in that movie, I was like, oh shit, he's great.
1: <laughs> he really is. I'm like, why why are we wasting this on the Lego cartoon? Cast him in something real, please. No, totally. No, I'm down. Yeah, let's let's have that there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, okay. so it's Batman two years into his career. Uh, One thing I think we should really do here, and this is me totally stealing from other movies. My Batman franchise would go the route of Indiana Jones and James Bond, and that is we open everyone with a completely unrelated action scene. So you sate the audience. You fill their need for explosions and fistfights and everything, and that way you can build character and slow down for the rest of it. And it also means that when we meet our new Batman, you meet him as Batman before you even meet him as Bruce Wayne.
0: Yeah, you're not like shoehorning action that needs to tie to the plot just because you need an action sequence to break things up or introduce Batman being cool. Hmm. I think it's a great idea. It's something that I've been waiting for and expected pretty much since the Raimi Spider-Man movies. I remember, like, Raimi 2, I was like, okay, so he's been Spider-Man for at least a year or so, can we get, like, a fight with the Sandman, or a fight with the Lizard, or a fight with the Vulture, and you could stunt cast them and have it be a fun intro, because Spider-Man has, like, a limitless supply of villains that all translate to film, but you might not be able to make a whole movie out of them. Like, Mm. I've been joking about Ben Kingsley as the vulture since (laughs) Spider-Man 1, where it's just like, haha! and you're just like, you're watching, you're like, hello, it's friggin' Ben Kingsley, and he's he's wearing a silly-ass green bird costume. Spider-Man mops (laughs) the floor with him. You almost get that a little bit in Spider-Man 3, when he fights the Sandman for the first time, he goes, where do these guys come from? Unfortunately, then, he's in the movie for the rest of the time, and it's like,
1: stupid. uh, That's a shame. I, uh, I would like to see Batman take on, like, a gang you don't see very often in this opening. Like, maybe he fights the street demons, those bikers that Denny O'Neill created. They're, like, filling trunks of cars with, like, heroin and everything, and Batman, you know, he's taking it to drugs on the street.
0: Street demons? I'd take the mutants if you want to make it, like, that kind of movie. Mm. You just, like, throw it out there. Like, oh, by the way, like, one day these will be a real problem. But, like, for right, right. now, just a weird, silly-ass group of people. It also, they, a, they, they, they're they visually gangy you're like oh a gang <laughs> they're wearing sunglasses that all match like
1: <laughs> <laughs> this time they are punk kids but in the future they might not be
0: right so i i i love that idea of them fighting a gang it also saves you the time of like throwing away a villain or having to like work out a contract with an actor to play said villain you know, like yeah what if like you cast somebody awesome to play the scarecrow for your first 10 minute action sequence and then like he does he dies or he doesn't want to do it anymore. Like, then you're like, damn it, I can't do a Scarecrow movie in this universe. Or I got a recast I, and it looks dumb.
1: I'm, I'm actually glad you mentioned the mutant gang too, because I actually do steal an idea from Dark Knight Returns here, and that is that, you know, this, this gang of drug pushers that Batman should be able to take down no problem, actually give him a run for his money because they're toting a bunch of brand new military weapons that they should not have.
0: Okay, cool. Because that way you establish to your audience, like, we know Batman could mop the floor with them but there's a new threat in town and it if he doesn't deal with this movie related threat it Mm. will cause it will keep him from having the kind of adventures you want to watch him do. yeah so i get that
1: okay and and the guns keep coming back too is the thing where it's like you know some some new shadow player has come to gotham and is flooding the streets with uh high-tech military weapons Okay. And obviously, again, this is something they never do. Batman hates guns. He should be the ultimate anti-gun hero. I would actually like to see the threat of gun violence be a minor villain in this movie.
0: I'd be down for that, especially if you... Here's the thing. Hollywood, as we've said, in my own cynical armchair opinion, is uh, horrible and thinks you're really stupid. So yeah. no matter what awesome idea, how many... like. Like the five minute intro to Bumblebee where you're like this should be the movie it's a 400 million dollar action sequence that's all CG on Cybertron like make that shit happen why can't I see more of this but who's the human gonna kiss and you're like (laughs) what there's no kissing It's, it's, it's Transformers with Batman it's like yeah but like when are we gonna see the Waynes die and it's like if you need to have that in there as you're like please just give me the rights to make this movie I will mm. do whatever you want, and it's like, you need to show the Waynes die, and it's like, fine. Then your gun violence, it gives him that visual. You get to see the pearls again. You know what I mean? Just just that kind of visuals that like, can pepper throughout the movie, that don't like beat you over the head with it, but also satisfy Hollywood's refusal to accept that nobody wants to see that shit anymore.
1: You you also get to take another great panel from Dark Knight Returns when he breaks the gun oh. over his knee. You know this this is the tool of the enemy. We will not use this. Yep. I you love get that. to you. Ju- you can even take the line if you want because oh, totally. it's something every fan knows and they're gonna love it. But that's not the real threat, though. The real threat uh, in Gotham is that there has been a rash of deadly home invasion robberies amongst the upper crust of Gotham. Three masked individuals all wearing animal themed masks and the papers have dubbed them the terrible trio. Okay. <laughs> yep. We're we're marveling it up here everyone. You're you're not getting a AAA villain in the first movie. No, you're getting the terrible trio oh is God. what you're getting. Mm-hmm. And, and and you know, and you will know, we'll, we'll totally take stuff from like The Strangers and Funny Games and all those like really uncomfortable horror movies and everything. So, they're animal yeah the purge there you go so they're animal masks but again they're very purged up they're very five nights at freddy's they look really horrifying sure, sure. is what we do and uh the thing is is that you know because they're targeting the upper crust batman doesn't know what to do in this situation because while batman is in gotham fighting crime technically bruce wayne hasn't come home yet
0: right oh i see from his training or from his yes. like, self-imposed exile
1: yes he has been living in gotham in secret in the cave as batman but only alfred and lucius know bruce wayne has not made a big return and his idea being it's like well no the mission is more important i have to let my life as bruce wayne die i need to be batman 24 7 and obviously Alfred and Lucius are like, that's not healthy, dude, like at all. In fact, uh, Alfred's subplot for this is like, I really want you to go talk to Leslie Tompkins. I made you an appointment. Will you please go talk to this psychiatrist?
0: That'd be plus, cool. plus you
1: get to work. Plus you get to work Leslie in there. And obviously at the end, he eventually will. The big thrust of this is Bruce eventually needing to learn that the Bruce Wayne part of him is just as important to helping Gotham as the Batman side.
0: That's funny because I had teased the idea of pitching Batman Ego, which is literally Batman versus Bruce Wayne. And <laughs> I was like, that'd be kind of fun. But I kind of, I, I think people are going to want to see Black Mirror more. But uh, but you're not far off in terms of like what I think would make for a compelling movie. Plus mm. in being a great like let's have fun with Batman. Cause I like the idea of Batman being like, You need to like chill out, buddy. Like they I'm I'm picturing that scene from Rick and Morty where like Rick talks to the therapist <laughs> and like she completely just like just picks just destroys him. Like yes. she beats him in like a quick sentence and he like rejects it. I like to see Batman being like, I'm really great at this. I'm so, and him like being like, Fine, Bruce Wayne will have a meeting with her and Bruce Wayne talks to her, he's like, Hi, do you have any can you freshen my martini? And she's like, So here's what you are. And she just completely breaks him down. He's like, I have to leave.
1: (laughs) That would be the end of the movie. That's like your thing you go out on. But yes, it's uh, to do this, to investigate these crimes, because obviously these rich people aren't going to talk to Batman. He has to come back out as Bruce Wayne. And he chooses a very interesting time to re-enter Gotham High Society. And that is he crashes the homecoming party for one Oswald Chesterfield Cobblepot coming back from Europe because, uh, he said, he said he was on sabbatical, but really he was laying low in Europe because waiting for the, uh, statue of limitations to end on some crimes he was implicated in. Sure.
0: I love that idea. That'd be fun.
1: And it also gives you a chance to, uh, what is it? You know, have a more Cockney penguin, have a penguin with an accent that makes sense because, you know, he's just one of those D-bags who went to Europe and now won't stop talking like that.
0: (laughs) I like that. Like, do you know that you're from Newark? Like... (laughs) yeah
1: and that's the thing where it's like he, he knows he's from God. none of us talk like that
0: yeah exactly but he thinks that's what rich that's what refinement sounds like um,
1: and i imagine for my penguin i would want like brendan gleason
0: mm, i'm down for that
1: because he's scary and he's funny and i think he could rock a tuxedo on an umbrella
0: oh totally yeah, yeah yeah uh he's a great actor regardless So i'm down um I'm almost worried he's a little too old but I'm also okay with it especially because like how many Penguin movies are we going to milk out of this guy right like mm. you know um, you also have an opportunity to do that great sequence from White Knight where the rich are like oh Batman's making us millions and he's like what like oh I have I, I, like the war has to be fought from both sides I need to operate as Bruce Wayne so that these rich like if someone's going to get rich off of Batman it better be me to funnel to, to refund like to fund my shit Mm. I
1: don't do that exactly, but I do kind of go there. And in fact, the title Gates of Gotham is because Penguin gives a speech, which is not unlike stuff that actually happened in the Gates of Gotham story, where it's like, you know, you know, oh, Gotham's been so good to me. You know, uh, all of us here in this room, we are of the five founding families of Gotham. You know, we, we built that gate on our last day. The idea being that when you look at those gates in Gotham, you can be whatever you want to be right. in this I'm city. Down for
0: that. I, I love that idea.
1: So he gives a big speech, Bruce comes in, crashes his party, and everyone's like, oh, Bruce, 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 and like Penguin is oh, seething. Yeah,
0: yeah, because he was Cause- like, he, oh, I'm sure he's like self-conscious, and then like Bruce mm. Wayne, this beautiful, mysterious person who should be dead shows up and he's stealing the spotlight I love that idea. No, that's Crashes
1: awesome. his party and Penguin's big announcement was hey you know I'm back in the city now and I need to help rebuild the family fortune I'm going into the nightclub business and you're all invited to the grand opening the of the Iceberg, Iceberg Lounge, Lounge. Yeah,
0: I'm down. I love that idea That's that,
1: that's the big place for our action scene at the end of the movie
0: Now uh, can the henchmen ro- uh, use uh, ice skates and hockey Ooh. sticks to fight
1: back? I mean, uh, you know, we could work it in, but only if we get a sponsorship from some of the bigger sports companies. All right,
0: good, good. And uh, yeah, that sounds great.
1: But yeah, Penguin's in the movie, but he's not the villain. We're still working with the terrible trio. And it's at this party, Batman actually rejoins his three friends from high school, which is an idea I don't think anyone really plays with. And that is like, well... Batman didn't run away right when his parents died. Surely he had to go to school and make some friends at some point, even if, you know, he was still like kind of dead inside and everything. And those three and those three friends are and here's some deep pulls on this one. Veronica Vreeland.
0: Okay, yep.
1: Who will kind of be his love interest for this. The idea being like, oh, if your parents didn't get killed and you didn't run away to like, you know, be a kung fu master and everything. We probably would have been married. In fact, my parents basically put that forward to me that we will join the houses of Vreeland and Wayne.
0: Oh, definitely. No, that's that's great too because that also addresses the love interest thing that Hollywood would force you to do, um, mm-hmm. while also not doing it.
1: Yes, that's <laughs> absolutely that's absolutely where I was going for. They never really say what the Vreelands did in the comics, but for the case of this movie, we'll say they were in aeronautics. They did planes, and this will be important later. Okay. <laughs> So the other two friends there from his high school life are Timothy Fox, son of Lucius Fox, which was like one of his original kids. Lucius has like several kids that have been crisised and retconned out of existence. Uh-huh. I think Timothy was one of the first one. And the other friend is a guy by the name of Armand Lidecker. And Lidecker's family made their money in shipping. Oh, okay. So you got a lady who made her money in aeronautics. A guy who made his money on boats and the fox family who of course made their money in tech on the land so what do you have here sea land and air they're the terrible trio they're vulture shark and fox right
0: i'm down for that i think that's great
1: and they've been doing this because they're spoiled rich kids with no direction in their life so they've gone to terrorizing and robbing other rich upper crust people and timothy who is Fox, get it, Fox is his codename and his last name, because his father is a genius and he's a genius too, all the places that they robbed just so happened to have Wayne Tech security systems that Fox could power down. Mm. And because the other two are rich, they can actually afford a vehicle that is not unlike the Batmobile and grappling hooks and laser cutters. So they're using the exact same rich kid tools as Batman is using. And this pisses him off that someone has so perverted this. Yeah,
0: I love that idea. I think that's really cool.
1: And they're doing it just to be huge dick bags now while the other two are doing it for fun it's armand who's uh, shark who's kind of our more main villain on this one he he's he's not robbing people just for money he's like the most violent and brutal of them he wants something and so for every place he robs of all the major gotham families he steals a little tchotchke right and these little tchotchkes have a page in it and this page goes to a big ledger That uh, dates all the way back to the founding of Gotham. And basically, this is all the dirty laundry that all the families wouldn't want to get out. And that is, you know, who who was complicit in the slave trade, who was smuggling opium, who was selling fire water to the natives. Mm -hmm. All of all that dark skeletons in the closet that every rich family in America has.
0: Yeah.
1: And he wants this because this is part of his whole I'm becoming a supervillain thing now to where it's like, you know, the, money, the money's not important. I want to, you know, uh, expose the rich elite of Gotham as the predators that they are. And so that's why I took the face of Shark.
0: Yeah, I think that's awesome. Because when they smell
1: blood in the water.
0: Because it also allows, like, it's it's a fun way for, uh, for... for a villain in the Bat universe to be like... Like maybe me too, and it's like no. Like penguins going yeah, to replace you. You're not anybody. Like you, how cute do you think you're going to be part of the rogues? Not even that, but like how cute do you think you can you can elevate to super crime? Like that's yeah, not you. Yeah, that's. That's
1: absolutely that's absolutely what we're going with this on this one. And it's also kind of like a dark mirror to Bruce too. where it's like if you had stayed, if your parents didn't die, you might easily be one of these bored rich assholes hurting people just for fun. Yeah,
0: Exactly. So it also allows Bruce to like look at the mistakes or the potential like this is why I was avoiding being Bruce Wayne, but also why Mm -hmm. it's important that I am Bruce Wayne.
1: Because you know, crime comes from the top down, not just the bottom up, and I need to be there to fight it in that way. Also, too, you bring back the whole gun thing. Obviously, it's Penguin who's flooding the streets with guns, oh, sure, naturally. Yeah. No,
0: he's a drug he's a gun runner, yeah.
1: This this was all of his plan. He's using the iceberg lounge as a base. That's where he's stocking all the weapons. And the idea he's doing this, he's kind of seizing on all the fear and paranoia that the terrible trio are causing. So he's arming criminals on the street. And he's arming the rich and they're all shooting each other now. And Penguin's idea is like, well, you know, once everything's done, I'll just I'll just swoop on in and take over and I will be new Gotham's new crime lord.
0: Naturally. No, I I think that's great.
1: And Batman catches wind of this and he's like, well, geez, you know, uh, he's not quite there as a detective yet. He's like, I kind of have all the pieces, but I don't know how they fit. I, I need to do that old film noir thing where I need to find someone smarter than me and beat on him till he tells me <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Totally. And he goes to Gotham's old godfather, and that is Lou Moxon.
0: <sighs> that sounds familiar.
1: Lou Moxon is a golden age Batman mobster. In the most original versions of it, Moxon was actually the mobster behind the Wayne's death.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: He's not here, though. I'm, I'm not messing with the Wayne's. I think way too many series try and fuck with that.
0: Right, yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. But that's Joe cool. Chill.
1: Joe Chill did it, but here's the twist. In Moxon, Batman actually uh, finds something that, again, no Batman movie has really done before, and that is he he has to learn about gray morality, where it's like, yes, Moxon was a crime lord, yes, he ran Gotham for years, but he wasn't really a bad guy. In fact, the night the Waynes were murdered, he helped the cops get Joe Chill.
0: Right, I'm down, I, I think that's really cool. Like, that's... <sighs> yeah this is a more nuanced batman movie than you would expect from hollywood but certainly absolutely you, you get a lot of deep dives a lot of deep cuts very marvel in that way
1: and uh, and Moxon is dying he has cancer when batman comes to see him and like he's got the face mask on and everything okay. and he gives like he gives like a great soliloquy again you know you, you got to get a good actor with this for monologues you know get someone like william forsyth or ed harris totally. i imagine yeah and Moxon's like, you know, I kept I kept all this evil at bay for so long at the cost of my own soul and my own family. And, you know, everyone knows I'm dying. That's why Penguin is chirped up right now. That's why Moroni and Falcone and Thorne and all these other guys who have been chipping at my heels forever, yeah. just waiting for me to die. When I go, it'll be all out war on the streets. And then you got these guys in Max. I don't uh, you know, I don't envy you, Batman, for what you'll have oh, to yeah. do, but you.
0: No, for 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 years I held the key, the keys to the gates of Gotham.
1: Of and, Gotham and, uh, and kept
0: the and kept the wolves out. But now it's going to be like, you know, it'll there be blood in the water and the sharks will come.
1: And and the sharks will cut exactly the times they are a change in. Yeah. Uh, and so then you have this weird situation where Batman's like, "Oh shit, I kind of respect this mob guy. I guess crime isn't as black and white as I think."
0: Right. Maybe and maybe that's where he gets the idea to create matches Malone.
1: Exactly. You know, I need to move in this world, too. Yeah. That's um, an idea. I, I also thought of a cool idea. I don't know how this would quite work into the narrative, but it's the idea that Joe Chill is alive and Batman has hacked into, like, the prison security feed, so he, like, obsessively watches Chill.
0: That's a great way to get him, like, healthily to abandon the, um, you know, like, the Batman 24-7, because it's like, well, you were spending a lot of that time just being a dick or a creep, and so, like, and, and instead, he's replacing that time with being healthy, or at least pretending to be healthy, you know? Yeah. Maybe you'll accidentally maybe, have some fun while you're doing
1: this. Maybe maybe that's how he gets on the fact that it's got to be uh, Timothy Fox that's uh, breaking into the thing, because it's like, well, if I can break into the prison security cameras, and that's made by Wayne Tech, maybe these guys are doing it, too.
0: Right, exactly. Oh, I think that's great.
1: And then, of course, all, all, all roads lead to a big thing at the opening of the Iceberg Lounge. You know, Bruce has infiltrated his three friends. He's like, well, I want in on what you guys are doing. It's like, okay, we, we got you a mask, too. Yeah. Is it a bat? I think it has to be a bat. It's gotta be. <laughs> or, or, or 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 an owl, if you want to go crazy. I
0: would take an owl and just, just have the, the audience go, holy shit!
1: Yeah, we got you one too, and it's an owl mask, and so he has to pretend to go with them to rob penguins big gala while at the same time also getting away, trying to protect them, being Batman, and then fighting it out with penguins goons and destroying their big weapons cache before they can hit the streets. Sounds
0: great. You throw in a uh you throw in like Jack Drake down there, have him be like a high roller, you know, imply a robin in the future and exactly
1: oh you fill it with things again you know when uh moxon's just like listing people from the old days it's all those like you could even mention napier and wesker in there if you wanted that they're just henchmen now but one day right
0: i think that sounds awesome no I, i love that idea gates of gotham
1: gates of gotham and again you end it with batman literally standing on the gates of gotham and like you know reiterating what penguin said you know when you see those gates in gotham you can be whoever you want to be i know who i want to be now
0: yeah I like that. I wouldn't even do the monologue. I, I'd, I'd keep his monologue. I just wouldn't have mm. Batman say it, just 'cause I'm sick of his superheroes monologuing. But yeah, like, I know. But just just have him play it, and then have Batman like kind of represent what that sentiment is. But either way, yeah. as long as it's shot well and 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 the action isn't like nauseating, I think that sounds like an awesome movie. I'd pay the hell out of it. I'd I'd pay twice to see that.
1: Thank you. I I was proud of that one. I, I I'm actually glad I wasn't on. Because this idea was much more half-baked until I had a week off to work on it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, Before we get – I want to talk more about this and and hash it a little bit. But before we do, I want to jump into the Super Chats again. Um, uh, Gabriel Reyes Jr. uh, says, hey, guys, I just want to chime in and suggest – oh, no, he did that already. I'm sorry, Gabriel. You got me. Uh, Caleb Paris says someone steal back the rights to Predator while Disney isn't looking and make Batman vs. Predator before Disney O'Fox, Fox, literally that was was my palate cleanser pitch forever, was just make Batman vs. Predator nobody can argue that this is in any other universe it's just whatever the fuck it is, and you just make Batman, BVP 1, and that's a movie Uh, Dennis Bell, I could see Del Toro doing a Gordon Batman movie as a transitionary Mm. to a new Batman I'd love to see Mm. how he would do Mr. Bloom i mean yeah that's the first time anyone's asked mr bloom to be in anything <laughs> i will i will grant you that del toro would do a great mr bloom
1: um, yeah i mean any horror thing ever a del toro man bat movie oh
0: totally by the way uh you know uh, doug jones I have to play uh, mr bloom but yeah
1: that's fine i like doug jones i
0: know uh the red samurai i love to uh, you guys are doing this love when you talk about dc films what do you think about rob rob pattinson as batman
1: yeah, everyone keeps pitching it. I think he's got too much of the Twilight stink on him. I would much rather accept, like, a Zac Efron, because I think he's washed off all his high school musical <laughs> stink.
0: Maybe. I-, I would be okay with Rob Pattinson, as long as he, like... I- I'd be okay with him. I think it's more like, I'd take the money. Like, I'd be in Twilight 2 if I got paid as much, mo- <laughs> as embarrassingly as he was. Um, I
1: can't say I've really seen him show his acting chops. He was good in Water for Elephants, but that was mostly just Christoph Waltz whooping his ass for two hours. Yeah, I need
0: to see uh, like a screen test, or at the very least, him just like do an American accent. I'd like to. See yeah. That. Uh, Sam Anderson, thoughts on era for tone? I'm thinking I'm pretty done with Miller's Batman and brooding. I think Adams O'Neill globe trotting would fit alongside Aquaman, Wonder Woman in the DCCU, the the universe where Wonder Woman and an Aquaman exist. Yeah, I would love to see like. The Batman that was in like *Son of the Demon*, or yeah. you know, or any any older Neil Adams story.
1: Um, so we'll have to cast an actor with a hairy chest because that's also a component where you whip it off arms. and get to a sword fight. It
0: look like a like a werewolf. There you go. Chris Williams says, Hollywood is scared to take any risks. That's why remakes happen instead of original thought. Big time. Yeah. Look at Dark Phoenix or whatever the hell that movie is going to be called.
1: Um, <coughs> I still can't believe they chirp up about that ever so often. Hey, it's coming, guys. Oh, don't sure. you? Were, no.
0: And and you know what's funny? I'm still not going to go see it. So, you know, you can say about yeah, tomorrow. I don't give a shit. Um, just
1: put it on streaming. There's so many goddamn apps.
0: Nobody wants it. It's just a remake of X-Men 3. Um, Which no one liked anyway. What?
1: Uh, X Men Three, which no one liked anyway. No,
0: it's the worst. Uh, Rusky Nine One One O says if you want to do a Batman horror movie, Professor Pig would be a good villain. He's a good, mm. he's a good looking villain. I don't. I've never enjoyed Professor Pig, but he,
1: his origin is all over the goddamn place. He was a spy who made psychotropics for Spiral, but maybe not.
0: No, I a a movie. Professor Pig would be the my favorite version because it'd be just scary looking and very simple uh
1: i uh, i liked the morrison version which was the first one when he appeared where it's like i i am a weird creepy guy with a hispanic accent and i sell drugs that break your mind that's all you
0: need uh the real zoob says uh can't wait can't stay for the show but you guys are great i am particularly fond of that sal guy <laughs> Keep him <up> the <laughs> excellent work thanks Tiffany. <laughs>
1: that's a great comment
0: what a great comment what a great uh, what a great uh, user uh you're <laughs> the real below. zoob knows oh, what's she up She really does yeah, she knows where the where her where her butter is, or bread is buttered. I should say, <laughs> uh,
1: her butter is breaded.
0: <laughs> uh, Rusky number one zero oh says, "Cast Vincent D'Onofrio as Penguin and just make him kingpin."
1: I know, get Vincent D'Onofrio, and I think I actually had some more casts. I imagine for Shark, I wanted like a creepy Paul Dano type.
0: Okay, I'd take that.
1: And then, you know, for Timothy Fox, get someone like uh, Tyler James Williams, who I do believe was actually the kid on Everybody Hates Chris. He grew up now and he's actually become quite a respectable actor. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Just 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 good, solid actors who can like who can deliver the material.
1: Um, what uh, what do you think for Gordon, like a Stephen Lang or a Nick Offerman?
0: Oh, Stephen Lang's good. Um, you want him to be young enough. Mm. you know what I mean, so it's like zero year Gordon.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, i don't know
1: you got to be able to rock a mustache which is difficult
0: yeah yeah that's true you don't really get this you know but you don't know what most folk, most folk are going to look like with the mustache if they haven't used until it until they do it. Screw it just make it i mean like it you know it doesn't have to be younger but like uh you mentioned the russells get kurt russell in there have him play oh
1: yeah he'd be good
0: um that's because i just want to see kurt russell do more stuff um same jack rudy uh says can we get a blue will smith as batman well, <laughs> that's a great question and a really topical comment because uh, I think that, you know, it will stand the test of time, certainly. The oh, idea yeah. of making him horrible and gross looking and, and uncomfortable uh, and just, just the cheapest, quickest, easiest, lowest common denominator type Batman movie. I love that
1: did, idea. Did, did you see the meme for Blue Will Smith for that Aladdin movie? And it's like, hey, you all saw after Earth, I'm going to be supporting my kid for a long time.
0: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Just make them all CG and just have them do the voice. I don't I don't get it.
1: How hard is Ooh, that? Or
0: stop making these movies and uh, don't do that anymore. <laughs> uh, Tevye Smulka says, I say adapt Super Sons with both his son Damian Wayne and uh, Robin and John Kent Superboy, the son of Superman and Lois Lane, but in an animated movie. Um, a Super Sons that animated penis. movie is, I'm sure, a thing they will make one day. Uh,
1: maybe next season of Young Justice, because they introduced both John and Damian this season. Do they really? Yes, they did. They're babies, but they introduced them. Oh, okay.
0: Um,
1: but the show Time Jumps, so by the time there's a next season, they could be 10 years old. That's true.
0: Dude, I mean, like, the fact is, Damien's already, like, a thing they put in those movies, like those awful New mm. versions. You could do a New 52, yeah. John. You could even adapt the Bendis thing. It's like, he's, he's here, but he's 13. Oh. Uh, Brian Cahoon says, watch Good Time for Rob Pattinson, A24 movie. Okay.
1: I'll check that out, then. I will then.
0: check that out. Uh, Luke S six, eight, one says, Joel's Batman as the guy in the chair for Justice League. Mm, right. Like, yeah. he's just like, yeah, OK, go do that. I'm not going
1: because <laughs> I'll die.
0: I want if you're going to make a Justice League movie and you need a Batman, I, like make it God Bats from friggin Grant Morrison's run where he's just like mm. he's given orders. He's he's he shows up. He, he He breaks off from the group. That's the one everyone wants to see. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we got four different Bat movies here pitched for you. Who's directing it for you?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I, I could, I couldn't think of one that I really liked. I, I liked all your director picks. I guess you have a better eye for direction than me. I'm a, I'm a story and idea guy. Right. I don't, uh, I don't, de- I don't deal in the nuts and bolts.
0: Yeah. I mean, like George Miller would be cool. Cause he's just so cool. yeah.
1: And he wanted to do one genuinely. Yeah,
0: he did. He was going to make that Just League movie. So, but, uh. Yeah, George Miller would be straightforward and cool, but he also has an eye for action, and it would be really great. Uh, if we're doing Evans, the Marvel.
1: Oh, yeah, Evans really good. is good. Um, I would say if we're doing the Marvel method, let's find someone young and hungry who hasn't helmed one of these yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, you know who would be really fun? Rob Rodriguez would be really good.
1: Yeah, how come Robert Rodriguez hasn't gotten a taste of this? Well, I guess he did his own superhero movie in Shark Boy and Lava Girl, and that was enough for him.
0: Well, he did make uh, Battle Angel Alita, so
1: that's right he did that's getting okay reviews
0: i've heard bad reviews but i have not seen it because it hasn't freaking come out yet so i will catch it tomorrow or the next day probably
1: friday i got i'm shooting i got invited to a screening actually in the city i put in for a bunch of stuff never got one before and i'm like oh of course it's this movie that a i'm not that interested in b it's a snowstorm so i'm not getting down to the city anyway
0: that sucks because yeah Yeah. i I do want to see this movie and i'm going on uh probably friday or so we'll see
1: Huh. To t- tell me how it is. I will. I'll
0: definitely. I'll mention it on the top of you and catch it every week on the on, off the rack live on Mondays. Um, but yeah, uh, before we go, this is a hell of a. These are all great ideas. Uh, I especially love yours. I think that's like the one I would go with out of all of them. Um, oh, thank you. I liked the, yours DC too. Universe. You can also. And I wouldn't shoehorn in anybody. I would just not do no. it. No. And just make it part of that universe.
1: You got to make your Batman movie work. And then maybe in the next one, you can start putting in some more stuff.
0: Yeah. And even then, like, like consultant, like he gets he gets uh, what's his name? Uh, he gets Superman, like Superman shows up for a minute.
1: You, you know? need some help. But, you OK here?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or he calls him. Yeah, <laughs> but Damn it, like, Clark, I can't talk. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go too far on it. Um, You put him in everybody else's movie, maybe.
1: You could make a great joke out of that where it's like, incoming call from Superman, reject.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> Not right now. Do you want to delay <laughs> it? Um, but yeah, so we want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us. And of course, uh, you know, if you want to mock up some posters for Gates of Gotham, let us know. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yes, please. If us, uh, otherwise, if you want to help us out, you can always uh, help us out by going to the Patreon, patreon.com slash comic pop. Uh, before we go, uh, Mr. Roboto says, gotta say, Wes Anderson, Batman. Oh, Yeah. It'd be different. you the most symmetrical Batman you've ever seen. Jason Schwartzman <laughs> is Batman. <laughs> Look, we should just get Judd Apatow
1: to do it so we can have Seth Rogen Batman, James Franco Joker. Oh
0: yeah, that that is a movie that like you. I know for a fact, based on nothing, that was a <laughs> conversation.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Where it's like, okay, you know, Seth, you're doing really good with these TV shows. You're a real power player in Hollywood now, and you're so cute and Canadian. What's your pitch for Batman? We're hearing everything right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm thinking like improv comedy. <laughs> like I cast
1: all my friends and we goof around for, you know, a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: thinking of making a Sandler comedy where we all go to like a vacation spot and make a movie for like $2 million, pocket the rest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
0: mean, he uh,
1: he was the Green Hornet up for that.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> no, I don't know why either. Even his friends make fun of him for that. <laughs> Green Hornet, by the way, best 10 minutes, best first 10 minutes I've ever seen in some of these crappy movies. Like, it's so great, just James Franco being stupid. So funny. Yep. Um By the way, Bill Murray, not far off. Uh, I remember when they were planning for Batman 89, They had there was a rumor that, like, they were like, yeah, we'll make a 19... The one, the Batman everybody knows is the Adam West Batman. So we'll get... Top actor at the time, Bill Murray, and we'll do a movie <laughs> version of Batman. A la the 66 show, kind of like Dragnet was a comedy Amazing. that was based off of real property. Like, I was like, I wanna I, I want to have a hole that goes into alternate reality, so I grab DVDs and watch yeah. them. I don't want to go What's there. It? No. Just get just Firefly Season 2. The mm-hmm. Batman movie with Bill Murray in it. the the, the, the Ge- Who Framed Roger Rabbit where Bill Murray was Eddie Valiant.
1: <laughs> uh, G- uh, George Miller Justice League while we're at it.
0: Exactly. George Miller's Justice League. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, we want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us, and we'll see you guys next time with an all-new episode of the Elseworlds Exchange. Of course, if you want to see the Elseworlds Exchange some more, or at the very least hear some more, there's a bonus show that's exclusive just to the podcast. Uh, just to a podcast, it's on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash pop Go to the description, grab a link, you'll find it there. Uh, But you'll also get a little bonus extra show that nobody else listens Mm -hmm. to except for the folks over there. So we'll see you then. Uh, I'm Sal. I'm
1: Joel.